I was incorrect. I think during the Olive Thomas episode, I said that that Monday I'd spent watching The Walking Dead. But I clearly did hit my head because The Walking Dead isn't actually going to be back for a while. It's on hiatus now. And I must have completely forgot that Monday that was on hiatus and that I hadn't watched it because it was definitely not on that Monday. So... Yeah, I was incorrect. That bang on the head yeah. has, like, I suffered greatly because of that. I mean, I forgot all about the Charlie Sheen thing and that I hadn't watched The Walking Dead. You've really got to stop banging your head, Tom. I really do need to stop hitting my head. I don't know why. It's my head so hittable. Yeah. Time's just so weird for this podcast, isn't it? Just, yeah. It just seems to fly by. It really does. I mean, it feels like it's still early December. It feels like December the 1st to you, doesn't it? It feels like Christmas and New Year hasn't even happened. It feels like we're in 2015 still. Yeah, it feels like we should be listening to Christmas songs. Yeah, it does. Like, we hadn't started listening to that months ago when the shop started playing it. (laughs) I feel like we only get a Christmas-less year in the first few months of the year. Yeah. Like, right around now, because it's post-Christmas now, it's... I think it's late January, early February at this point. I think. I know it's late January or early February at this point because I'm in it. I'm in this point right now. Yeah. We are in the I present, mean, my friend. Obviously, we know what month it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should look that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely either late January or early February. So, happy Valentine's Day, people. Yeah, that's coming up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm spending my Valentine's Day with um, that Crimson Peak book you got me for Christmas. That was Christmas, that was almost a couple of months ago now. (laughs) So you could have a romantic dinner with the book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a very good book, it's a very romantic book. I don't know if you watched it, but it's fucked up, man. It's it's my kind of romance. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what else am I going to spend Valentine's Day with? What else did you get me? Um, Ant-Man, I could spend yeah. Valentine's Day with Ant-Man. I'm looking at that right now. Yeah. Um, is he very small, Ant-Man? He gets very small sometimes, yeah. He can shrink. Ooh. You don't know much about Ant-Man, do no, you? No, not we really. briefly talked about it during the Marvel episode. We should do another one of those Marvel episodes and talk about the Marvel TV shows. I'm sure you'd love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know so much about them, but it's just, yeah. Yeah, but in all honesty, I think you'd like their Netflix TV shows. Yeah. I, I, I think you'd like Jessica Jones. I mean, I don't think you'd like Daredevil much, but I think you'd, you'd like Jessica Jones. Why Jessica Jones That's in quite particular? Good. Um, it's a woman, it feels noirish with the soundtrack. Oh. David Tennant's in it, and he's brilliant. He plays a guy that can compel people to do whatever he wants. Yeah, just like me then. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get anyone to do anything. You really do need superpowers to get that done. (laughs) Shut up. But yeah, I think you quite like Jessica Jones. I even suggested to Annie um, last time I had a seance with her. Yeah. Sorry you weren't invited. Happy Valentine's Day, people. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to have to be our Valentine's Day (laughs) release. (laughs) You're so romantic. Yeah, so that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to have a romantic dinner with the book, um, Ant-Man, and your rotting dead cleaner. I might give John Wick a while as well, because I've bought that now, because it was on sale. Yeah. And I was quite happy about buying that on sale. Might binge watch Twin, Twin Peaks, though. Ooh. It's been a while since I watched Twin Peaks. I've got to get around to watching that. It's really good. Well, I want to I want to watch some David Lynch anyway, so I, mean, I still haven't seen oh, any okay. of his stuff. Oh, okay, fair enough. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? <laughs> 
Because oh, oh, it's yeah, so close. Um, it's so close now. It's like a matter of days or weeks or one of them. Well, first I have to choose uh, of the many lovers that I have, you know, which one to spend with. You know, and that's a, such a hard choice. I mean, you know. Yeah. I suppose I could split it into hours of the day, so, you know. That's 24. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spend I'll spend Valentine's Day tweeting Guillermo del Toro <laughs> and asking him to tell me tell me love stories from his warped mind. <laughs> that that's gonna be the weirdest kind. Of <laughs> <laughs> weirdest Valentine's Day yeah. One time it was Valentine's Day. I didn't realise it was Valentine's Day. I went to the court where our friend Lana was working, and I spent the day there watching court. And then we went to have dinner, and then we realised it was Valentine's Day when we got to the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> we spent Valentine's Day together without realising it. Jesus. Fun times, yeah. The restaurant must have thought you were, like, lesbians or something. They did. They probably did. They it's the restaurant that we keep going to for my birthday. <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Thai place. Yeah, because yeah, it was just couples there. <laughs> yeah, fun times. Well, you and Lana like it hot and spicy, don't you? <laughs> Well, the food isn't that spicy. I'm Asian. Ah, it doesn't you, really yeah. affect me that much. Yeah, yeah, hmm? to you, maybe. Yeah, Lana just can't have any spice. Can't she? She's not good no. with the spice. That means our marriage would fail. As I put extra chili in my food, she doesn't want any. There'd be arguments there. I could imagine that. Yeah, of the chi- because of the chili. Yeah, yeah. chili-related arguments. Who doesn't have that? <laughs> yeah, but you and Tom, and, uh, uh, you and Lana, even you are special, and I think you know in which way I mean. <laughs> I know. I know exactly which way you mean. Well, it's nice to see you smiling, Tom. <laughs> yeah, nice to see you as well. Yeah. While you're, you know, while you're creating a rotor for your Valentine's yeah. Day women. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 have, I'll have a really big grin that day. Huh? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> I've been trying to think of one for this whole time and I can I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. That's the closest we're going to get, aren't we? Yeah. So, so anyway. what's the podcast about today, then, Tarman? It is the Grinning Man. I didn't realise it was still Christmas. It doesn't matter. That intro music can come whenever it wants. I think we should... You think, you think that sound, that voice is Christmas-themed? Yeah, we still just to say you're like... You're like one of those throat cancer patients who've lost their voice. <laughs> I sounded kind of zombie-esque in that one. Yeah. I can sound like a zombie. I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, who can't? It's easy to sound like a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we said. To be fair, that's how you start every conversation. (laughs) (laughs) It's really embarrassing that we meet other people, you know, you're like, Jesus, spit it out. Uh, Is that why we can't make any new friends? (laughs) (laughs) Is that why Chris keeps getting sent to prison? He does it on purpose. Yeah, just to get away from that voice. That noise. That must be, like, really uh, bad for you, like, when you speak on the phone to your, like, customers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I answer with... <laughs> it cuts the call short. It makes my life yeah. easy. <laughs> they, really, they really don't want to speak to you after that. No, and it's great. It's effective, that is. Yeah, it's effective. I do, like, minimum work. 
Because of it. I, I definitely see you as good, like, customer skills. I know you're joking about that, but I actually am quite good at my job. <laughs> I, I suppose you are. <laughs> yeah, ask Chris. He actually saw me. Did it? Dealing with a difficult customer. Yeah. How do you yeah. deal with a difficult customer? I suppose you just have to grin and bear it, don't you, Tarman? Yes, we do have to grin and bear it. We've already <laughs> done the segue. <laughs> so this episode is on the grinning man. If you hadn't gathered that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you hadn't gathered that from the previous brilliant segue. Yeah, I, I think I should take over that, you know. You could do the um, intro music bit. Why? Because I'm the one that can actually figure out what the hell you're talking about. You mo- Most of the time you breeze past all my segues. <laughs> yeah, because you just, like, you don't give them any preparation. You just put them in there. and I'm, no, I'm... I bring it up in conversation. Like when I talked about your dad having the works of Shakespeare in the Shakespeare episode. It's obvious. I, I thought you wanted to talk about my dad. <laughs> we were talking about your dad, but then I needed to actually bring him back <laughs> to the episode. Yeah, but you, you got me like, into a conversation, and then, you know, there's no stopping me sometimes. You know what I'm like? I'm just so talkative. <laughs> so we really should probably start on The Grinning Man at some point. Probably, yeah. Now, what is The Grinning Man, Matthew? Well, in some ways, it is what, well, it's kind of a bit, so it says what it does on the tin kind of thing. Yeah, he's a man that grins. Yeah, that's but is he a man or is he not? Yeah, that's the big um, debate. Because he has a human-like appearance. Sort, sort of. He's, like, yeah. really, really tall. He has abnormal clothes, apparently. Yeah, you'd... Not like the, rep, the, what, the reptoid ones we were doing. Reptilian. Reptilian or whatever they're called. He's, it's not like he's completely different. You could perhaps mistake him for a human being. He would look quite odd. And in fact, he was described as looking quite surreal by one of the sightings. So yeah, he could, if he has like um, his clothing, well, it actually, I should describe how tall he is first. I only got that he was over six foot. I didn't get anything specific. Yeah. So that doesn't actually seem that tall for a man. I don't know. Yeah. Most. Uh, yeah, most men are over six feet anyway. Yeah. So it kind of. Apart from you. Kind of, I'm above six feet. Am I? No, apart oh, from you. Oh, fuck off. Calling me short. You're my height, and I'm short for a woman. We need to bang on about that. But basically, that kind of adds in that he's a bit more like human-looking. So he's not—he's not overly abnormal in terms of height, anyway. Yeah, it's it's clothing that kind of makes him weird in a way, as well as the grin, which we'll come to. But yeah, he, he kind of wears a reflective green suit. I read that it was only in one testimonial that he was only he was wearing the green reflective suit. I have um, two encounters. Oh, do yeah. you? Okay. One was green, a green reflective suit. The other was a blue instead of green. But it had, it's had that same kind of reflective property. So that mm. could just be someone dressing up. Who's, a bit, yeah. you know, perhaps a bit show-offy. But Maybe they're going to a disco. Yeah. I mean, it's that kind of era, the 60s, kind of, they'd do that kind of thing, wouldn't they? Well, it happened later in the 60s as well, didn't it? Um, well, I, the main sighting is 1966, and it's a particular... When was your mum born again? I'm joking. <laughs> let's not go back into that. Let's not, let's not delve into it as your mum's fault again. <laughs> no, you you get too distracted. That was actually the year that my, um, my dad was born. I'll say to your dad then this time. No, no, my, that's the year my mum was born, oh, sorry. My dad was born in 63. Oh, well, your dad could have still done it. Yeah, it's, I think it's my mum's fault. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we just like to blame our parents. Yeah, pretty much. Apparently we don't like kids or parents. <laughs> yeah. We just, yeah, we've really got quite a limited... 
We don't like anyone. Yeah. We don't even like each other. Pretty. <laughs> yeah, there's good reason for that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because we're both yeah, shit people. Both, yeah, we annoy the hell out of each other, probably. Yet we still project ourselves to this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Project ourselves? That's not the right term. It's, it's so tense, because we're being in the same room as well. Just, you know, yeah, being in the same we room. Really, maybe... We, that's why we've got the barrier between yeah. us, and we have to send things through the Facebook tray. Yeah. I mean, we'd be beating each other up. Beating each other? I'd be beating him up. I could take you, Matt. <laughs> really? I had brothers. I had a sister. Yeah, but then again, she would have just beaten the crap out of oh, you. Oh, come on. I'm not that. I'm not like... <laughs> so unfair. This is bullying, this is. I, I'm super <laughs> yes. Does this classify as cyberbullying, though? Because we put this on iTunes. Yeah. Which means that you need the internet to get it. So is this cyberbullying that we're doing? Could be. But Could everyone's yeah. going to hear it and everyone's going to think, that's disgraceful. Well, everyone's going to think, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Really. Well, they... <laughs> we should do an episode on yeah, cyberbullying. Clearly they don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back to this uh, Mr. Grilling man. Matt, I'm going to warn you already. What? This is going to feel a bit like the hologram episode for you. <laughs> well, I'm just going to be talking. <laughs> and I'm going to be distracting you. <laughs> I okay. don't know whether to add in right now that it's believed that he's possible. Actually, I should leave it for later. You know, no, that, I think that should come off straight off the bat. That he's... Really. he's that he, he's either, like, an alien or some creature of unknown origin. Or that he's connected with the men in black. Or he's connected with the men in black, yes. Which will bring me to a later point that I will make, yeah. uh, based in fiction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not another bloody supernatural one, is it? Oh, no, no, is no, no. For... This is going to be a different TV show. Oh, God. <laughs> How many are there? Right. Um, I'm going to go into the sightings now, first. Um Yeah. Because there's three main sightings of this guy. I actually read these, so yeah. Yeah. Carry on. I actually know. I'm actually going to know what you're talking about. There's not. There's not a huge amount of detail, to be fair. But there's like some brief description. Basically, there's an idea that this guy is someone called Ingrid Cold. Well, not not a guy. That he's um, that he's an alien named Ingrid Cold. And this was told to. Well, actually, the second sighting. I'll start with the second sighting for a reason. Because that's how we got the name, Ingrid Cold. Or he could just be called Ingrid and he's saying he's cold. Possibly. I mean, we, we don't really know how to interpret her aliens. No. He could, yeah, Ingrid. That could just be his his impression of a zombie. It's a rather knows? childish way of speaking, though, isn't it? Ingrid Cold. Or maybe he doesn't have English, okay? So she's just trying to say well he's cold. Do, you know. <laughs> they really don't educate these aliens, <laughs> you, you know. sound so British. <laughs> like, you bloody well should do. <laughs> Made um, another podcast about people not being able to read and write and stuff like that. English in England when they're trying to live here, they should know at least the basics. English. Yeah, but in America they don't do English English; they do American English, which is stupid. Yeah. You know what's actually quite aggravating, really? Watching an American show on television and putting the subtitles on, Mm. and it's really distracting because they speak in an American accent. And the subtitles are all in English, English British yeah. English. So mum is spelt the right way. I'm expecting it to be spelt wrong and it's spelt right. And it's really distracting to me. Yeah, but it's anyway, the way it's meant carry to on. be, though. Yeah, it's the way it's meant to be, but it's really distracting because I'm always expecting mm. it to be wrong and then I'm just like, oh, it's right. To be, to be, yeah, they're still yeah. talking to wrong. To be fair, the British can be shit at doing subtitles for foreign stuff as well. So it's not just American. Yeah, I guess. messed stuff up. Yeah, but... But it's mainly, yeah. <laughs> we speak... America and English basically speak the same language. Yeah. 
It's not the same as translating a different language. Anyway, yeah. in good cold. We're going to start with the second sighting because that's uh, where we got the name from. And basically, in November the second, oh no, on November the second, nineteen sixty-six, uh, which is going to be an important year, which I'll mention later, in West Virginia. There's a man called Woodrow Derenberger, I think that's how you say his name, and he was driving home on the Interstate 77 when he heard a massive, like, crash, and there's this this unidentifiable vehicle just seemed to, like, land in front of his truck. And um, this is his words. He described it as an old-fashioned kerosene lamp chimney flaring at both ends, narrowing down to a small neck, and then enlarging in a great bulge in the centre. So That's a weird description. Yeah. That's a man born to be a writer, I think. Yeah, it does seem a bit kind of made up. (laughs) Just a bit. Just a little bit. You know, it's almost as if he's expecting it to be like that. Mm -hmm. And according to um, Miss Woodrow, which I think is a great name, uh, the grinning man came out of a vehicle with a dark tan, so he's possibly... Possibly one of my people. very suntanned. Okay. Maybe a bit. Or possibly one of Lana's people. Maybe he'd been in one of those or Essex people. Or, but they'd be orange. Spray tan. <laughs> let, 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 no, no, let's Varnished, be honest then. here. They'd be orange. Varnished. They would not be tanned. Varnished then. Mahogany or something like that. Not even mahogany, they're orange. <laughs> they're like bright orange and they think it looks good. Yeah, but... When to the rest of the world it looks tacky and I don't understand how you could think you look good if you're orange. If you're going to go for fake tan, at least make it look like it's tanned, not it's fake. It's brilliant when they miss a bit as well. <laughs> yeah, like they they wear gloves on their hands and they tan the rest of their face, the rest of their bodies with it. Yeah. Then take off the gloves. Their hands are all white. <laughs> or when it's patchy on like the neck or the back or the hard to reach places for them, it's yeah. just ugh. Yeah. Just, uh, I, just um, I don't get how anyone would do it to themselves. I don't, yeah, I don't understand how any, yeah, exactly, I don't understand how they do it to themselves because they not look in the mirror after it's, they've done it the first time thinking, oh my God, look at what I've done to myself. Yeah. But, you know, people are deluded. Yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Essex made the jazzling, I think, <laughs> so yeah, they're deluded. Uh, this should be more like... No one thought that was a good idea. <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, an alien came down to Essex? They'd want to leave <laughs> straight away, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, maybe Essex will, t- will like, protect us from the alien <laughs> yeah. invasion. They'll make all the aliens want to go. and just like, no, I don't want to invade here. Because especially, like, the alien centers. Do you think we're weird? You should see these Essex people. Yeah. Or it could work out badly. They'll be just like, well, this species needs to be eradicated, obviously. And we could get all, all get killed because of the Essex we people. We could get the blame for the Essex people, yeah. So we just, should just destroy Essex, that's what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. I'm not going to disagree. Well, not all of Essex is bad, but just that yeah, people just that those... hang, hang out in the only way is Essex. Yeah. We'll, we'll send out a public notice in Essex saying, well, you're about to be eradicated, but this club is open... So the people that go to a club are clearly the ones that need to be eradicated. The people that evacuated are clearly the smarter ones. Yeah. And they can live. Yeah. That's... That seems fair, yeah? That sounds like a good Oh, no, no, no. It's not this club is opening. There's the sale at this tanning salon. Yeah. There we go. That's all sorted. Yeah, just get rid of every spray tan in Essex. Oh, yeah, they'd probably kill themselves then. Oh, they'd be devastated, wouldn't they? We should. Like, 1 April 1st, we should go to Essex and steal all the spray tan in Essex. (laughs) We should, and just see what happens. I I don't think our hands are going to be large enough for all of that. (laughs) 
We could we <laughs> could take a few armored trucks. We could take a few out armored trucks. Oh, I forgot you're a truck driver. <laughs> I forgot I could drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you weren't that quick. Oh, I'm amazed. Yeah. You you have been doing well since the new year. I've got to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've already got my license. <laughs> I'm I'm actually going for a piloting license. Yeah. I should have had that by Easter. Carl, you kept this quiet, though. Yeah. Well, I don't want to jinx things. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, what were we talking about? I, well, I was talking about the second sighting of Ingrid Cole. Yes. Yeah. So. um... The Grinning Man had got out of this vehicle with a dark tan and he walked up to Derenberger and I don't I don't quite understand how he did this, but apparently he telepathically said his yeah, name was that. Ingrid Cole. Um, so clearly this Woodrow Derenberger can telepathically hear. Well, Amy. no, because if the Grinning Man is good at telepathy, he could talk to people in their minds. It doesn't mean that person has to have telepathic abilities. Ah, I, I didn't know if it was like that. Sorry, I had to clear that up for you. I didn't know if it was like that Harry Potter kind of thing. Yeah, no, if if there's someone that can read your mind or talk to you in your head, you don't need to have that ability as well, because oh, right. they can do it. They can insert their voice or their thoughts into your brain. It's like Professor Xavier yeah. in um, X-Men. He can talk to people in their brains and control them and... Well, yeah. once again, this podcast has been very educational. I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so teaching you about this fictional telepathic, yeah. uh, telepathic, telepathic, the fictional telepathic abilities of this grinning man. Yeah. So basically, Cold apparently just wanted to know more about the human race, and he said he would visit Derenberger again. Although I don't, I don't think this happened. Um, no, nah, because Derenberger was he was a bit of a twat, probably to the grinning man, wasn't he? And the grinning man was probably like, he's a bit rude, I don't want to visit him again. And it's the sort of thing that you say to an acquaintance that you don't plan on seeing again. It's like, oh, we should meet up next time we're around. <laughs> and you don't actually plan to do it. And then you pray to God they don't find you on Facebook. And then they do. Yeah, it's, it's lucky. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's lucky Facebook wasn't around in yeah. 1966. Because <laughs> there'd be no way of Derenberger actually... Yeah. Yeah. But apparently, after the encounter, Derenberger... Uh, made a claim that Cold said that he was from the planet Lanulu. 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 Which doesn't sound odd at all. Does it, was Derenberger... Is it Derenberger or Dellenberger? Derenberger. Derenberger. Was Derenberger friends with Ron L. Hubbard? I don't jokes? think so. I think he's... Oh, a, man, that would make so much sense. I think he's a relatively normal person. Up until For this American, point. At least. <laughs> um, yeah, but apparently this Lanulu yeah, is in the galaxy of Genobedes. Genobedes. That sounds like something people from Essex will come up yeah. with. Like it's like an evolution of the jazzling and perjazzling. There is a perjazzling as well by the way. Where you put it on your penis, yeah. Oh, have you done that yet? Yeah, I always put it on my penis. <laughs> wow. I like putting sequins and diamantes on my penis. Can we step away yeah, from the penis? I mean, talk? obviously, I'm not interested yeah. in that kind of thing. But uh... you are where, where, interested where, where, in the jazzling. Where does that kind of thing happen? Where does huh? that thing kind of happen? I don't know. I guess in salons in Essex. Yeah. It seems. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not planning on going to Essex anyway. So. No, I might have to soon. But yeah. <laughs> Why? Why would you have to go there? Oh, my friend's getting married, and it might be in Essex. Ah. Oh, poor man. 
Well, actually, no, I've seen the locations. There's, like, converted barns. It's quite nice. Yeah. Still. I mean, it's away from the city. <laughs> as in the town centre, so that was fine. I guess, but still. And get a hotel next to the venue and I'll be fine. Yeah, but still, they have to say they got married in Essex. So, yeah, um, that's, that's, like, the main sighting, actually. That's the most important sighting. Because that's where we get a lot of the, like, information about him. But there was another sighting before. Ironically, not that long before, actually. Same year, and just a month or so before. So I'd say about, like, a couple of weeks before. But this okay. one uh, was in New Jersey. Is, the, is it the one with the kids? Yeah, this is the two kids. <laughs> I, I find this one quite okay. funny, actually, in a way. <laughs> it sounds something okay. like Chris would do or something. <laughs> Chris would do yeah. kids. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, you did. I did not. So did um, <laughs> And I love the names as well. Um, so, yeah, this is October the 16th, 1966. And two boys, one called Martin, uh, Mouse, in kind of speech marks, Moonov, and James Jimmy Lanchitas. I don't know why he's got Lanchitas. Mouse in his name. <laughs> I don't, uh, Maybe that's his nickname, yeah. Mouse. <laughs> that should be your nickname. Oh, um, <laughs> I just like that, Martin Mouse. It sounds like he should be in Disneyland or something. And, yeah, they were in New Jersey, and they were walking... Um... New, New, New Jersey. Oh, shut up. New Jersey. They were, yeah, they were in New Jersey, yeah, yes. walking on 4th Street, when they saw a surreal figure standing near a fence. Now, as they walked closer, they saw that the figure was... I'm sorry, Ray, can I'm going to stop you just right here yeah. for a minute, yeah? If there's any kids listening, if you see a surreal figure standing by fence, don't walk up to it. Just please don't. Because your parents are going to fork out a lot of money in trying to find you and paying for your funeral. So, just don't do it. Be considerate. Yeah. Actually, they probably save money in the long run because they'd have to stop paying for the child. Yeah, good point. Uh, good economic advice there from Carmen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I aim to please. <laughs> oh, great customer service, as you... <laughs> right, as they walked closer, um, they saw that the figure was a tall, bald mat wearing a metal green suit. He was staring right at them with a huge grip. <laughs> sounds very creepy to me. Again, he sounds like a paedophile, man. Yeah. Kids, step away, just stay away. To me, this kind of, like, sounds like Chris has just shaved his hair and is standing <laughs> by a fence. <laughs> he shaved all the hair off his yeah. body. <laughs> and wearing a metal green suit. What was Chris doing in New Jersey in 1996? 1966. I thought he was born in 19, 1966, sorry. I thought he was born in 1991. I don't know. He's just got special powers, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, because we can time travel at yeah. the door seduction. I forgot. We're all great I forget. Uh, it's weird that I keep forgetting that we can time travel here. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why we forget. I, mean... I don't either. Like, I don't know why I forget current events as well that have happened yeah. recently. Mm. As in the past week, couple of months? Yeah, the past couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and to, to make make this guy sound even better, yeah, he apparently chased them until they got away from them. So, yeah, I, I think basically <laughs> they, they just met a, sl- a slightly snazzily dressed paedophile. That didn't know how to behave. Yeah. Like when the kid runs from you in a crowded place, maybe just give it a break. Yeah. Because it's going to look even more incriminating if you run after it. Like, if he just runs away from you after just seeing you, he might just think you're scary. But that doesn't mean you did anything wrong, because some people just look scary. Yeah. If you run after him, 
You are a sexual predator, my friend. That's how Chris keeps getting banged up. I know. I mean, we try to, we try to stop him, don't we? Yeah, well, well, yeah. We, we tell sometimes, parents. Sometimes it's fun just to push him and see yeah. how far he goes. So it's fun to watch him unravel. Yeah, but you have tried to help parents by, you know, telling them to kill their kids. And you don't have to worry about paedophiles <laughs> then, do you? You don't have to worry about Chris, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the boys actually. That's true. If you don't have children, you don't have to worry about yeah. Chris. And, and trust me, you have to be very worried about Chris if you do have children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so moving on. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to give a description. It's basically no. the same what we said already. Um, mm. So yeah, he's... But yeah, one thing that's common between these two sightings is they both said that the grin was the most like memorable thing about him. Hence why he's called the Grinning Man, then. Possibly they're just not used to people being friendly. Yeah. Like, some people are just smiley people. But I grew up in London. If some guy was walking around with a grin on his face, I'd be scared, too. Because people don't do that. You keep your head down. You don't make eye contact Mm. with anyone. You might just be a smiley person. Yeah. And you might... These people may have just been hurting his feelings by blabbing about his creepy grin. You bastards. I mean, it was, like, described as a very big grin. But, you know... Some people have wide yeah. mouths. Like Sumia, her mouth is huge. Uh, have, you, have you ever noticed? Uh, no. Yeah, her mouth is huge. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sure she's going to love that. <laughs> yeah. You know. She just loves why, being why, mentioned. Why, I don't why, think she cares about context. Why did you just say hi, Big Bell? You know. <laughs> I don't think she cares how she's referenced. She just cares that she's referenced. <laughs> she just wants the publicity, like, doesn't she? Yeah, like when I told her that she was gonna, she she was mentioned in a few of the upcoming episodes, and she was like, "Is it out now?" And it's like, "Well, no, we pre-recorded. It won't be out for at least a few weeks. We're thinking the end of the year, uh, in in the new year or something like that." And she's like, "Oh." Do you know it's gonna be your fault if I'm gonna be like staring at Sumia with a massive mouth? <laughs> <laughs> it's not my yes, fault. It is. <laughs> That's you not brought my attention to it now. You shouldn't notice before, really. I hadn't noticed to be honest. Yeah, that's your own fault, then. I think, I, that's what I'm saying. It's I your fault. You didn't notice before. It's not my fault. You're so, so unobservant. I don't, I don't really kind of concentrate what happens with people's mouths, what goes <laughs> in and what goes out. <laughs> so, yeah, um, there was another third sighting. Once again, I think, in West Virginia this time. I always keep thinking you're going to say West Philadelphia and the, the Fresh Prince theme joint, which the Fresh Prince theme tune just rolls around in my head. I can't mm. even talk. Um, but this one has a bit more of a supernatural side to it, in that um, this family had been reporting that um, they felt like there was a poltergeist activity in their home, and there was things like diamond-shaped lights, which I'm not sure what exactly they mean like that. Isn't diamond like some Illuminati thing? Or is that tri- that's triangle? Sorry, carry yeah. on. Yeah, I don't There's not much description about that. But basically, um, it all f- kind of focuses on the daughter, Linda, who apparently was sleeping one night and awoke to see a man standing over her. So again... Again, paedophiles. Yeah. (laughs) Again, it's just the paedophile of New Jersey. (laughs) Um, And it was a man, a big man, very broad. I couldn't see his face very well, but I could see that he was grinning at me. He walked around the bed and stood right over me. I screamed again and hid under the covers. When I looked again, he was gone. Now... How old was this child when this happened to her? It doesn't say. Because if she was fairly young, I think we could sweep it under the carpet, yeah. can't we? 
because kids see a lot of shit. I saw a lot of shit growing up, and when I you grow up and you realise, oh no, that was nothing. I've got, I've got feelings she'd be between like I don't think she'd be really young because she was able to give a reasonable like description. Yeah, but children's imaginations tend to run away with them. I don't know. I just feel that was quite detailed. Okay. It doesn't. I just don't think like. I don't, I don't... Oh, do we know if her father told her a horror story before she went to bed? No. Because <laughs> that, that, might, that might have helped. Yeah. The I mean, there's, a, there's obviously somewhere. explanations about, you know, possible explanations about what this grinning man is. There's not really much description about that one. One of the theories is that he's like a ghost or a spirit of an alien. Of an yeah, alien. So, kind of, so not just a ghost yeah. or a spirit, he's of an alien. So it okay. kind, of, kind of marries the alien and kind of supernatural theory together. Or he could just be an alien who can walk through walls. Yeah. But I always find like those poltergeist activity ones to be a bit suspicious. They usually feel like they come from some like ghost story someone's telling. Yeah, probably. So yeah, I don't I don't really give that one much credibility. Another theory is that he he's Basically, um, yeah, he's an alien. Just as, as Woodrow Derenberger said, that he was he was an alien, basically come to visit Earth. Yeah, which yeah, it's feasible because we all know it happens. They're always down here. Where do you think Donald Trump came from? <laughs> oh, surely he'd be the reptilianoid or whatever. Reptilian humanoid. humanoid. That's the thing. Yeah, he'd be one of them. Possibly, he? possibly. With a nice hairpiece as well. <laughs> nice. Well, not nice. <laughs> Noticeable, I'd say. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, actually, I'm going to mention another urban legend, actually, in connection with this. Are you talking about the one that was on Creepypasta? No. Okay, it's carry a, on. It's Mothman. Oh, okay, yeah, I know about Mothman. Because this all happened at a similar time. And they were all, both those stories were peddled by John Keel, yeah? Yeah, he's, so he's, he's one of those. He's basically Michael Weatherly of um, the 1960s. Yeah, basically. And Mothman was... No, David yeah. Weatherly, not Michael Weatherly, sorry. Mothman is this, um, not so much more like a, a moth, actually. He was more, apparently, more like a heron yes. than anything else. Yeah, he does look quite, um, I've seen, there's this, um, someone's done like a statue of a mothman. It does actually look quite impressive. It's kind of, um, how do you describe it? It's kind of got like butterfly wings or moth wings, but it yeah. looks more like a kind of bird almost than a moth. I mean, I wouldn't really say it looks like a man. With wings. No. <laughs> I think it's just because it could walk or yeah. something. Um, basically, this was connected to UFO kind of sightings, but also there was um, some bridge collapsed in 1966. And there was a lot of speculation afterwards that this was something to do about the sighting of Mothman was to do with the collapse of this bridge. Oh, of course, of course, because he was probably living under the bridge like yeah. a troll. And, and the fact that um, none of the press like, reported much about this it did give rise to the, the, the belief that this was some mothman that someone was trying to cover it up <laughs> so it's it's that idea that um basically mothman and grinning man are quite similar and there's a belief that they're, they're from some ufo there's some alien yeah but this happened in like the late 60s early 70s that's that's when the sci-fi boom happened yeah doesn't so it? you're getting a lot of this basically in the era where people are actually starting to get into science fiction yeah and people so, going a bit weird. That's also when, like, the Roswell resurgence happened as well, because it died down a little bit and it started to kick into high gear in the 60s, 70s and 80s. Yeah. And what's interesting, actually, is Mothman happened not just in the same year, but also in the same area. It's the same place. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's a 
in West Virginia, there's quite... Um... Seriously, stop saying West Virginia, because in West Philadelphia, born and raised, it's just keep going through my head. Well, cause where else do you want me to say? Just say Virginia. Virginia West? No, just say Virginia. We know what you're talking about. Okay. You don't have to say it's in the West. So, yeah, a lot of... Um, there's a lot of these stories in Virginia. There you go, it's your turn now. Again, it's like... It's like the Roswell thing. Everyone's making up the story so people go to this place and so people are interested in this place. Yeah. And kind of uh, Woodrow Derenberger, he kind of... He seems a bit like... i um, not sure if you've seen Close Encounters of a Third Kind. Not for a while. I saw it when I was He younger. seems like the dad in that. He got quite obsessed about it. And he, like, he lost oh, his right. wife and his job and kind of just became a recluse. Yeah. Stuff like How? How much drugs was he on when he said that he meet, met this person? I don't know. I mean, what's funny about him is he looks quite, he looks quite normal, actually. A lot of people do, and they're not. Yeah. He could have been on drugs, I suppose. Mm. A, I mean, it is. Yeah, you never really know about the drugs. It is that kind of LSD era. Yeah, it is. That's when it started, yeah, coming out and coming into yeah, the US. Yeah, actually, his kind of story does sound like it could be some LSD trip, pretty much. Yeah, it does. A hallucination. You can't really explain the kids, but the kids, I just think it's a paedophile that was dressed quite well, weird. Yeah, well, I wish the kids happened before that guy. Because if it happened before, I could imagine, like, the kids just making it up because they'd heard some story. So maybe, maybe the kids were approached by a paedophile because that happens. Yeah. Especially in the 70s, they could sort of get away with it because, yeah, there was, like, nothing going yeah. on there, you know, justice-wise. And kids disappeared off the street and... There's no way to track them. There's no CCTV. You have so many just paid kids in the 70s, 60s and 70s. So what if the kids were approached by a paedophile and the guy, Woodrow, he read about this story somewhere, heard about it somewhere, decided to take a massive acid trip and he saw that person that he yeah. thought it was. That would also account for the colour change of the clothes. Yeah. Because it's a bit different. I mean, to be fair, he does give quite, well, a reasonably detailed description. Yeah, but people think they see things all the time. Yeah. Doesn't mean they actually see them. To be fair, he could have been, like, an aspiring author or something like that. <laughs> yeah, with the description he yeah. gave. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. He was hoping to be a sci-fi writer. He, he thought his backstory yeah. needed more oomph. Or he's just someone who wanted attention. Possibly. You have loads of people like yeah. that. Like the people that confess to murders and stuff when they didn't do it. Yeah. They just want the attention that brings them. I think if he had this acid trip, though, I think it would explain a lot of things because he did get obsessed by it. And would you necessarily get <laughs> obsessed by saying if you knew that it wasn't true? If you knew you were making it up, I don't think you'd get obsessed by it. Yeah, it's most probably more likely the acid trip. So, yeah, so basically he was saying he's a bit of a druggie. I'm going to send you something on the Facebook tray just quickly. Okay. It's a picture of what I was hoping that the grinning man would look like before I looked up pictures of, well, mock pictures, because there's not a picture of it. Yeah. They're quite creepy, right? Buffett, oh, those people. Those people. The epi- the season four episode, I think it was, yeah. Hush, where had the creepy grinning men with, like, their faces are all sunken in and they're all white and, yeah. So maybe they got inspired by the grinning man, actually, but that's what... That's what I thought it was going to look like yeah. when I first started looking into The Grinning Man. Because they're super creepy. Like, out of all the years on Buffy, that has got to be the creepiest little monsters in that entire show. Yeah. And they're always grinning. To be fair, they've got the baldness of what well, those two boys said. <laughs> yeah, so maybe Buffy was inspired by that. Yeah. But that's what I was hoping to get when 
when I looked into the Grinning Man, so I was bitterly disappointed, obviously. Yeah, I kind of had that kind of Joker kind of image in my head. That's what I was kind of thinking Oh, yeah? Of. As in Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger yeah, Joker? Yeah, that kind of whole... Because he... No, you're thinking more Jack Nicholson Joker, because Heath Ledger wasn't always grinning. Yeah. I think Jack Nicholson was always grinning. But that he had quite... Jack Nicholson's Joker, he was quite specially dressed, wasn't he? Yeah, maybe someone is just dressing up as a Joker. Yeah. Because uh, the Batman comics were around in the 60s. I think they started earlier. Yeah. Well, that's another theory. that um, It was kind of like a mishmash of popular culture. This is what this whole England yeah. gold was based on. I think it's reasonably fair to say he could have got the idea from the Joker and other things. Maybe he was having a really bad acid, tri- acid trip and he w- read a comic, a Batman yeah. comic. With the Joker in it. And it sort of came to life and he hallucinated. He saw that. Yeah, I mean, basically, we, we really want to believe he's a druggie, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. Well, it's not the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back to the thing I mentioned before, the fiction yeah. that I was looking into. Yeah. You see, there's this TV show called Fringe. Fringe. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. heard of that, yeah. Yeah, it's the one with um, John Noble, Anna Torv and Joshua yeah. Jackson. Well, there's these characters in it called the Observers, and it's not just the one person, because initially we thought it was just the one person. There's loads of people. They're bald. They're kind of like men in black, and they're pale, and they pop up whenever there's, like, an event happening in the world, a life-changing event or a world-altering event, and they map it out. So they pop up in various times and places just to do that. That's another thing... That the grinning men reminded me of. Yeah. I shouldn't have taken so long to say that. <laughs> Basically, so. So, yeah. So, it could be yeah. that, actually. If it is true, it could be that. It could be some sort of extraterrestrial being that's coming, taking notes on our world and coming back at a later date. So, they could exist. We don't know. It could do, but I'm, I'm very sceptical. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah. I, I basically think Woodrow is a dr- junkie and those kids interacted with a paedophile. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I, if, I, if there was a bit more detail, if there was loads yeah. of detail, I'd, I'd be more tempted to maybe slightly believe them. Yeah, but there isn't really much. Yeah. They just say the grinning face. When it could just be a happy-go-lucky chap, you never yeah. know. And what if the um, the one that we're saying is a paedophile, maybe, maybe one of the kids dropped something. And because he's grinning, he's all nice and happy and yeah. stuff, he thought he'd go return it to the child, but then the child yeah. ran away. And then the guy thought, fuck it, I'm not giving this back to the child now. Yeah. But you know what? If these grinning men were real, I think... You remember the Black Eyed Children yeah. episode? We talked about the monotone voice and the way they... And the phrases they used. Yeah. Because that is what they thought people would say. Yeah. The grinning man, maybe he had the grin on because he thought it would put people at ease. Maybe he got, like, cliff notes on the yeah. earth and what we do and how a smile would make us feel comfortable because that would put people at ease. Yeah. And he just was a bit OTT with it. Possibly. Also, Possibly. That's if he was real. Yeah, also, the kids could have been making it up as well. Yeah, they could have been. I mean, well, the one thing that quite concerns me about the three stories is because Woodrow said um, that he was quite nice, he was quite approachable, whereas yeah. in the, uh, the story of the two boys, he's quite a scary figure almost a bit creepy yeah but then they are kids yeah they're a bit more doesn't take a look yeah yeah but still i mean there's like um there's no doesn't really correlate no so i just think that the kids interact with the paedophile and um 
would rose on a shit ton of drugs. I mean, it's nice to think that maybe it's an other earthly being yeah. that's just coming to inquire about the earth. The, the only other theory I've heard is that he was some kind of, like, men in black agent, and he was just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was that. just there to kind of scare people off coming out of their UFO stories or stuff like that. And you would be so shit. he wanted to scare yeah. people off of coming out of UFO stories by telling this guy that he's from another planet in another universe and he was going to come back to visit him. That's how he scared Maybe someone off. Maybe not in the really? UFO kind of sense, but... What, just the kids? Yeah, just people in general. Like, what, the what? idea that, because mm. there must have been other sightings, I guess. But that's actually put fuel to the flame, and I think if you work for the Men in Black, you have to be a bit smarter yeah. than that. Yeah, do Men in Black even exist? Um, that's another urban legend, yeah. you don't know. We could do a podcast on that. Yeah, we could. We could do it one day. <laughs> <laughs> one day in, way, way in the future. Yeah. I mean, yeah. right, we've got to enjoy Valentine's Day first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with my books and my movies and yeah. looking through my Pixar postcards. Yeah, and your dead cleaner. And my dead cleaner. <laughs> That's a bit I'm going to remember. The fact that you're a man. I was actually just <laughs> trying to... It's like this. me saying what I was doing for Valentine's Day is basically a thank you to you for buying me these Christmas gifts. You didn't even figure that I all the stuff I mentioned was the stuff that you bought me. Oh, yeah. I did clean it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It took you 59 minutes. And it was, and you only figured it out because I told you. I didn't buy your dead cleaner, eh? <laughs> no, you didn't buy my dead cleaner. You're the one that brought her up. I brought her okay? up. Okay, I did not bring her up. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant I, like, parented her or something. What? I thought you meant, like, I, I was her dad or something. I, I brought her no. up as my own child or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's a bit, a bit All right. weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bit weird. Not you. Per se, that's a yeah. bit weird. And I don't think there's really much more we could say about this, really. Yeah. There's there? not, to be fair, there's not an awful lot out there on it. Because there's not that much meat to the bones, yeah. really, if that makes any sense. There's probably a bit more about Mothman or something like that. There's a whole book. There probably is, actually. I think there's quite a lot about Mothman. That... But again, Mothman, I just laugh yeah. at. I wonder, has there been a film with that yet? I probably. think there was, actually. There's been a film of everything. I think yeah. Richard Gere was in it, I was reading it, or something like that. <laughs> Must be brilliant, yeah. then. <laughs> You don't like Richard Gere, then? <laughs> well, he hasn't done anything of merit in, like, my lifetime, so... True. Like, yeah, pretty much. I can't remember being alive and seeing a really good Richard Gere movie or a really good Richard Gere movie coming out. Wait, was he in, um... I think it was someone else, actually. No, yeah, I was thinking of someone else. <laughs> I can't even remember seeing Richard Gere in a film, for crying I'm out loud. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I'm sure he has been in films that I've seen, but I can't think of any. Yeah. I know, I know the odd one that he's been in the 80s. Um, there's one in the 90s, I know. I can't remember any Richard Gere films. Yeah. Not recently. Maybe I haven't seen him in any films. I don't know. Oh, what's the one where he murdered someone? It came out recently. Is that What, Lied, what Lies yeah, Beneath? Yeah, something like that, I think. That wasn't even recently. <laughs> they said that it was the movie I was thinking of, and then I thought it was Harrison Ford for some reason. Yeah, was that... Two or three years ago, or... No, that was, like, over a decade ago. Oh, That's no, the one with Michelle Pfeiffer, right? He did a film okay. recently where he accidentally murdered someone or something like that. I can't remember. Or I didn't pay attention. Probably both. Yeah. It doesn't really seem like my kind of movie now, does it? Not really. Well, it's got murder in, though. No, I like to do the murdering. Yeah. I like to do the murdering, not watch the murdering. Okay. Um, I think we should probably wrap up now. <laughs> yeah. Before I hear any more. <laughs> Goodbye from the toxic action. Okay.
Bye. That's your goodbye. Okay. <laughs> to them, not yeah. me. All right. I, I'm not saying goodbye like that. Why do you not say goodbye like this? Um, you know, I, I still want to like be able to meet people and, and <laughs> I don't care of, about meeting yeah. people. I'm 23. I'm set. I don't yeah. really want to meet you, any you new people. The people you need to meet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to make friends. How do you how do you make friends as an adult? Do you just go up to people and say, "Do you want to be my friend?" Like I don't understand yeah. how this friendship thing works when you're a grown up. You have to find like other than you have to yeah. find common ground. I think. Yeah, but like. You meet friends at work and school and at libraries. Yeah. <laughs> Where else is there to meet them? How do you make friends? Like, occasionally I've, like, got into conversations with people at, like, a Starbucks. But, yeah, this adult friendship thing, I don't get it. Okay, I've got friends. I don't need any more. I'm yeah, good. You, you, to be fair, people have loads of friends. They're not really friends most of the time. Yeah, I know. They're only like acquaintances. I actually talk to the people yeah. I call friends. I try not yeah. to, but... Yeah, I try not to as well, but I have to sometimes. Yeah. I acknowledge I acknowledge their Facebook messages two weeks after they send it to me. But yeah. Yeah, but we anyway, need busy lives. Yeah, we sit here waiting for the next week. Well, we have to do this again. <laughs> yeah. We sit here waiting for that Monday that this goes up. Pretty much. We live edit as we're recording. In the same room. In the same room. Where else would we yeah. be? Well, I don't even know where this room is anymore. It's a recording studio in Soho, should we just yeah, say that? Yeah. We sound a bit swanky, yeah. don't we? If you can hear any yeah. weird noises in the background, it's, uh, it's probably some shop next it's door. Some... <laughs> yeah, because the recording studio in Soho doesn't have soundproofing, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think I think it's time we bid good I think it's time we bid good day. Let's speak, Tartman. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> It's quite late. This episode goes up it's at midnight. <laughs> I've been awake since like six. And no, don't ask me why, because I don't know You're why. Like a toddler, you know. Toddler's got to go to bed. I've been now awake since she's six. Tired. I've been awake thirteen hours. God, I don't know. Thirteen long hours where I didn't do anything all day. <laughs> That's tiring. <laughs> yeah, usually I think it's because I've been speaking all day, but yeah. I haven't. Like, the only person I've spoken to is you, so I have no excuse this time. <laughs> All right, anyway, goodbye. Yeah, goodbye and good luck. Good luck.